0: May God's grace and mercy be yours today. When I was growing up in a little blue-collar congregation, one of my favorite Sundays of the year was when this Bible story was read in Sunday school. Inevitably, out from the closets would come gray plastic shields with fleur-de-lis on them or a crouching lion, maybe some helmets, Occasionally, they would bring leather belts for us to put on, or sandals on our feet. That was cool. We had these volunteers from Campus Ministry Cal State uh, Long Beach. They brought daggers. I grew up with sisters, and most of the things in my household were pink and frilly, and there was no armor whatsoever not even when my best friend Cindy Myers brought over her Ken doll to play with my Barbie. My Barbie had a lot of high shoes, but not anything as exotic as a dagger. Well, the Bible lesson may have been lost on me. I'm quite sure they wanted me to connect these metaphors and analogies to a spiritual experiential learning Bible dress-up. I was to understand all that and then stand all tall to take on the world. But really, it was those daggers that were just so cool. And then, as a nation, we engaged in the Vietnam War. And sandals and belts and helmets and shields, they went back into the Sunday school closets. Our congregation stopped singing, Onward, Christian Soldiers. And it remains difficult for me, I will confess to Julia, to read this text of Ephesians with those militaristic over and undertones. And yet, when one lives in a university community where we are challenged and freed to look at everything willingly, eagerly, and if it's true from my theological tradition, ...that the Bible interprets me, well, then it was time to look again at this old text. Now, it occurs to me that the writer who wrote this in this letter to Ephesus, to the community there, knew the context to which he, it probably was a he, wasn't it, Julia, he was writing to. He knew what they were going through. He knew their daily struggles their shame and their, their guilt, all the things that they wrestled with, their weighty, weighty concerns, these were people who didn't have everything in their life altogether. They didn't have their stuff together at all. They were people in need of peace, in need of the grace of God, in need of God. And I think that sounds like a lot like our context for today. At least it does mine. And God, what does God do? God provides, as God always continues to do. God freely gives and says, here, take this helmet of salvation. I've done everything necessary for your freedom. Here, take this leather belt of truth. Know and acknowledge the truth of who you are, that you are a beloved child of God made in the divine image. I give you this shield of salvation and righteousness. Wrap yourself in it, knowing that you are held forever. Hey, these shoes, they're going to fit you perfectly. Don't you realize that your bodies are, are wonderful and they're made for you to walk in the pathway of peace? And here I had been thinking it was up to me to get my stuff together. And pick up all these pieces, I think it is God who gives them. I don't need to be whole or perfect or strong to be claimed by God. If it were so, why would God give these gifts so freely? To stand in the need of God is precisely where God wants us to stand. Perhaps this is a good word for this last day of finals week. We don't have to wait to meet the requirements. You don't have to go on WebAdvisor to see how God thinks you're doing today. There are no more tests to pass. Instead, we're just invited to let down our guard and trust God. A trust like that does not mean that Our lives are going to be in order. A trust like that doesn't really answer the questions about why those fires are burning and people have lost their lives or to answer the death of a loved one. A trust like this is bold and astonishing, a conviction that God is still at work in the world and in our lives to redeem and to bless and to mend for the love of god let's trust that let's trust that today our students have invited us to station worship it's not a sign but there's a writing station there for you to follow the prompts written in your uh, bulletin take a pen and to write and respond there is a lighting and a praying station station here, you will take the candle and light it, place it in the sand, and from a risk management, it would be helpful if the first person put it towards the center and then kind of let it radiate out. Right, Melinda? Yes, she's clutching herself right now. So we'll do this nicely together. There is a reflecting station that will pictures of the year on the wall. And for that, you can simply remain in your seat and watch. And then over here, there is a blessing station where you are invited to receive a prayer and a blessing from religious leaders on campus. Come, trust God. Let us pray. It has been good our God, to be here. We have been blessed by your presence among us as we have shared in your praise, in the praise of your name.